you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Haunted Playground right here on the live Paranormal Radio Network and iHeartRadio.com. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host. I'm a performing and creative artist. And I come to you live from my home in Southern California every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. This show is about everything that lives beyond the realm of the three dimensions. So whether you want to know, is there God, is there life after death, or you think maybe you have a chupacabra in your backyard, it belongs right here on Haunted Playground. And every week on the show... I gather folks that I believe to be the brightest and loveliest and most beautiful minds and hearts and souls in both the paranormal and the spiritual community. And we talk about everything that's outside the box. My guest today is making his debut on any of my shows, believe it or not. Uh, He is a wonderfully talented radio and television host and paranormal expert who's done just about everything and been just about everywhere. And I'm so thrilled to have him here. Please welcome to the show the wonderful Jimmy Church is here. Hello, my friend. It's so great to have you here, and thank you so much for being a guest and being with me today. What is up? How are you? How are you? I'm good. You're one of those I'm people. good. I'm good. I'm I fantastic. Think kind of have, <laughs> I think we've kind of orbited around each other's universes for a long time, and I've always meant to get you here. And then I think it was after the Parapod Festival. I was like, you know what? I got to stop messing around and just contact him and get him here. And here we are. And I love that. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Um, And, of course, I'm here in Southern California, too, as well. And uh, putting up with the wind today. It's, It's windy where I'm at. Yeah, where I'm at, too. Yeah, I'm down at the beach in Huntington. And, uh, yeah, it's extremely windy. I had to try to find a quiet place in the house to do a show where you couldn't just hear palm trees slapping back and forth across each other at full volume. But Yeah, but you know yeah. What? I'll it's, take- it's, it, it, oh, I'm sorry. I just stepped on you, Sheena. But uh, it, oh, that's okay. It, it, I'm a- I'm up here in uh, the Mojave Desert and uh, 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 north of Los Angeles, and it gets pretty wow. windy. But 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 the crazy part about what you and I do um, is I live uh, down the street from Lockheed Skunk Works. And okay. the story broke, you know, last Monday about this UFO whistleblower. His name's David Grush. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and surfaced and and says that we have uh, uh, flying saucers, right? The government and and uh, apparently some of them fly. And I, I, I don't like using the word allegedly because I believe most of this stuff to be true, but. He also uh, uh, mentioned alien bodies, that these craft had to have pilots. 
And all of this is very interesting, but the the part that makes it interesting for me is what he is speaking about. Again, I say allegedly, uh, these craft, uh, these flying saucers, and these bodies are just a mile from my house. How crazy oh, wow. is that? Yeah, yeah. And it's one of the reasons why I live here. Uh, I broadcast out of here. Uh, when I was with Coast to Coast, we did that in uh, Sherman Oaks. Uh, and I, I recently moved out here about three years ago. Um, but I, I, so now I broadcast and, and do everything out of Palmdale as far as uh, radio goes. Uh, television is still done in, in L.A. and, of course, Denver, uh, my show over on Gaia. Uh, but I live close enough uh, to L.A. for for the production work that, that Hollywood gives us. And I live next to alien beings buried in the desert. <laughs> you know, it's like this crazy news. And I, I don't know what to make of it. Well, and I live, I moved back to my hometown of Huntington Beach um, during COVID. I came down here to uh, fix up my childhood home and rent it, fell in love with it and stayed. And uh, I am learning more and more. I mean, I know where I live for sure, but I'm learning more and more that almost all of Huntington Beach is an Indian burial ground. So Mm -hmm. um, living on an Indian burial ground is a bit of an acid trip. And even though I, when I, I knew it when I grew up here, when I grew up here, nobody talked about it. So you just dealt with the knocking on the walls and everything shaking. And now I, I ward my house very carefully with lots of salt lamps and selenite wands so we don't have that. But, yeah, it's a trip when the paranormal is your life and then you live in the paranormal. That's, although yeah, I think I, everywhere is paranormal, but, I mean, in the extreme paranormal. And you certainly are, too, with uh, – you know, the dog could be scratched in the backyard and dig up a little alien body. Yeah, and when I bought the house, um, it, uh, it, it, it was haunted. And so I, I, I move in, and now check this out. It is so frigging haunted, okay? It, it's, just, it's just a haunted house. It's, it's yeah. not old. It's, it's in a nice neighborhood. It's a nice house. But anyway, so I move in, and uh, uh, the only furniture that I had that first night or two was a king-size mattress thrown on the bedroom floor like we've all done a million times, right, and, and a TV uh, it, in, in the bedroom. And so – uh, the second day, day number two, I'm unpacking boxes, and I have a lot of tennis shoes. Okay, I'm I'm an uh, I've got a bad 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 problem with collecting shoes. That's a whole nother show. But um, nice, yeah, I'm, nice. I'm putting the shoes on the shelves in the master bedroom. And there's maybe 50 pairs, 75 pairs or something that I've got to put on these shelves. And I got about two or three boxes worth, maybe maybe 20 pairs of shoes are, are, are on these racks. I go downstairs. I grab a couple of more boxes of shoes, and I'm a neat freak. I go back upstairs to finish my shoe project. I walk in the master closet. 
and the walk-in closet and a pair of shoes is off of the shelf on top of each other like crisscrossed about three feet out into <laughs> I stop and I look and I go, wait, what, what did I forget to put? So I put him, I put him on the rack. I put on some more shoes. I go back downstairs. I'm doing my things about an hour later. I go back upstairs and go back into the walk-in clot and another pair of shoes is on the floor in the middle of like, like, Three feet, four feet, they jumped. And this time I screamed. I literally was like, what? Jumped back and said, okay, we've got some issues here. So uh, pretty much daily for maybe the next three or four months. It's slowed down lately. But for the next three or four months, shoes. In the middle of my floor, just and and wasn't the same pair. It was different pairs of shoes were moving around. There was other stuff in the house too. And there's, I hear footsteps and and weird sounds. And I had uh, a picture fall off the wall, and and that that was a, a bizarre situation. But what do you do, right? And I decided not to freak out. I'm I'm going to make nice nice. I don't want to get nice. scared. You know, I I, yeah. I don't want yeah. to freak myself out, and I'm talking to this ghost, <laughs> talking to the ghost. I'm like, all right, look, look, we can co we can coexist here. You do you, I, I'm going to do mine, and let's just you know, and, and just as long as it doesn't get nasty, right? If somebody gets hurt right. or something like that. Yeah. You got to coexist, and 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 it's just the world that we live in, and and I've I've just come to uh, live with a ghost. I don't live here alone, apparently. Yeah, and that's yes, uh, yeah, me too. I can feel them. Like I said, I you know, uh, and I always tell people my big secret that every year at Christmas time, CVS has salt lamps. And if you're really lucky, come New Year's Day, they're all on 75% off. I think I literally bought 50 salt lamps. And I have probably three to five in every room, probably twice as many selenite wands. So I just kind of ward the house, but I can feel them at night moving around the perimeter, and I know that the cat can see them because it's like, um, you know, Native American energy cable for the cat at night. He just sits there like, fascinated like he's at the IMAX and um, I just I call the house house because when I was little it kind of scared me the energy of that when I was a teenager so I just call the house house I say hello house I'm home and um, you know just making peace with it right because what is the what is the choice I mean I love it here Uh, all my mom's energy is here I do my videos at her desk I love having her so close because she's no longer with us but I also don't want to live in an episode of a haunting. You know what I mean? So you just do Yeah, what you well, I'm, but that's it's such a great point. What choice do you have? Uh, you've, you've just got to, to move forward. Freaking out isn't, uh, you know, the way to go about it. I... Um, I started to, um, this was about two years ago. I, I started to see, see things and it would, 
would it would catch my attention, and then I decided to ignore it. And when I say see things, it was just like I could I could see like something to my left moving in the other room, and instead of jumping up. And and going in there and and which I would never do anyway, right? And I'm 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 a I'm a big chicken when it comes to that stuff. But anyway, uh, I I chose to ignore it. And then um, uh, during uh, one of my broadcasts, I uh, uh, around the corner. Yeah, you have to understand the house, okay? But uh, on the first floor. Around down a long hallway, there's a bathroom, and uh, at the end of that hallway, you know, I'm I'm a musician and and I, and I have lots of music stuff around the house. And at the end of that hallway is a studio, and in that studio, I have electric drums, bass amp, guitar amps, PA system, lights, and so we can go in there and jam. That's where the bathroom is outside of that room. So, but when you go into the bathroom, there's a mirror that you you're looking into, and you can see the rehearsal studio behind you. If the bathroom door is open, follow what I'm saying. All right. So, yeah, I I, yes. go, I go I go into the bathroom, and in the mirror, I see this black shadow being thing walk through this music studio and I jumped back <laughs> I mean I freaked I I went I turned on the hall light I went in and turned on the light in the studio of course there was nothing there but I can assure you of this I never go down that hallway now without turning on the light it's just a hat. It's it. I don't care if it's in the middle of the day, right? And now, when you see something like that, you've got uh, a few things that you can do. You can call a friend. You can set up a camera. Uh, you can sage the house. You can start throwing, I don't know, salt by doorway. Whatever these methods are. But I think that aggravates the situation, right? Yeah. And so. Instead of going that direction, just turn on the light. I'm telling you right now, every time I go in that bathroom, I look in the mirror back into that studio. Every I've done it hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's it. That's it. I just. Oh, I just oh yeah. Oh, I. It. It's, it's a paranormal world. It is. It is indeed. You know, I, I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I grew up in a very, very negative, active Amityville horror kind of house outside of Baltimore before we moved here. And so I I don't play in my own house. I want nothing to do with it. I'll come to your house and look at your scary stuff, but I don't want it in my own home. I don't do, uh, you know, Ouija board in here. I don't do pendulums in here. I don't do ghost spots. I say, like, oh, I sit around all day long and I do ghost spots in my own house. And I'm like, and then you wonder why there's 50,000 things in your house. It's because you basically opened up a porthole and invited it all in. Um, that's why I make sure that I ward this house so much because uh, that was a terrifying experience. And I still, and probably for the rest of my life when I'm alone, sleep with uh, the TV on. And, of course, I have, you know, 50 salt lamps, so I have all these night lights around me all the time. And I still turn a light on when I sleep. 
So yeah, I my, completely. Yeah, my house is lit up. It's lit up. Mm-hmm. I've got night lights uh, all over the place. Tony Rathman, who is uh, an amazing, yeah, an amazing paranormal investigator. I've done a lot of stuff with him over the years, and and his wife Cherie, she's absolutely amazing. That's wonderful. And, yes. Yeah, and and he said to me uh, uh, once, uh, it might have been on the air, might have been during uh, a show. He goes, man. Uh, just set up a camera on your stairway because the ghost is going to be going from upstairs to downstairs. And then put another camera in your walk-in closet. I said, Tony, no. I don't want yeah. to see it. If I catch a yeah. ghost on camera in my house, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't want to see it, man. I don't want to investigate. I don't want to do a ghost hunt. You're more than welcome to come over here and do your thing. I've had many mediums uh, uh, come over. Um, Amy Hoyt, who is just a fantastic medium. Um, I don't know if you met her. Uh, She was running around with me at uh, at Parapod, yeah. And and she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. And she's uh, a neighbor. And now she's very popular and and she's very, very good at what she does. It's just a coincidence that she's my neighbor. So she's been over to the house a couple of times. uh, Well, more than that. And and so, Jimmy, do you want to know? No, actually, I don't. I don't. (laughs) Don't don't tell me what's going on. I feel you. I love that you're like that. It's like meeting a kindred soul because most people I know are like they just want someone to come and tell them everything in their house and they, oh, do I have a demon? Do I have a, a poltergeist? And they get all excited like the, someone's mining for gold in their backyard and they want it so bad. And I'm like, no, when you grow up and it is so negative and it's, you know, throwing things across the room that are hitting your mom, you don't want to live in that again. What once is more than enough. And you certainly don't want to invite that into your home atmosphere. I, I will never understand why people want that so badly in their homes. Yeah, yeah. The the ability to ghost hunt in your own house, you know, going out and getting, uh, you know, meters and and night vision and night vision cameras and uh, 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 heat sensing things and temperature change. The ability, you know, because the popularity of all of these ghost hunting shows, which I'm, I'm addicted to, I love watching them, but it it it, sure. it gives a list of equipment for everybody to go out and buy. And what do they do? Yeah, they turn around and ghost hunt in your own house. Why would you <laughs> right, do <exactly>. that? Yeah, <laughs> no, go go to your friend's house. Go to some sanitarium. <laughs> go to a, a prison. Go to a hospital. Go to a graveyard. But don't do it in your own home. You don't need to find those things out, and you can't undo it. So, uh, no, I, I you're just, right. I just live with it. Because once you awaken it even more, then it then it never goes away. I mean, once it once they think they have an audience, you're never going to get rid of them. So it's, 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 you got to be prepared it, it, if you're going to open that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. I have. Uh, 
I've, I've, I've told the story a few times, but I, I don't tell it often because I don't want to um, contaminate other people's experiences. So I, I tell the basic version of the story. Um, uh, the details I've, I've always kept to myself. But back in 1995 in Sherman Oaks, and uh, I'm living by myself. I've got a two-bedroom condo right there in, in Sherman Oaks. And it's about 2 o'clock, uh, 2.15 in the morning, and uh, I feel something like a burglar. Okay, that's what I, I – I think there's somebody in my home. And I think I heard something is is how it started. But anyway, so – um, I wake up, and in the corner of my bedroom, next to the sliding glass doors, there's a balcony uh, in my bedroom with sliding glass doors, is a person standing there and oh. looking at me. And and I was like, what? And and. And so I I I, I don't know if I want to jump out of bed. I'm kind of thinking about uh, uh, something I can use as a weapon that's close by, right? <laughs> I'm that's right. The exactly. And uh, and then I kind of got a plan, and the plan is I'm going to jump to my left and turn on my lamp and then go full Bruce Lee. All right? So that was the plan. Yeah. And I can't move. Now, my head is up on the pillow. I can look down past my feet. This, is, this, this being, this person or whatever, is standing to my right, right in front of the sliding glass doors. And, uh, but I can't move. And this goes on for about 15 minutes. It's a stare down. I'm looking in its eyes, right? And this goes on for about 15 minutes. And then my toes... Do, my toes moved, and I went, okay, I'm, I'm good. I can, I can jump. It's time for Bruce Lee. Hi-ya, right? So I, I, <laughs> I, spring to, I spring to my left. I turn on the light. I turn to my right. He's gone. And I thought that in that instant that I, I, I turned to hit the lamp, that he ran past the bed and is now in my condo. So uh, I, I start turning on lights. I walk through the condo. I go through uh, the bedrooms, the other bathrooms, one at a time, turning on the lights. There's nothing. All the way through to the dining room, family room, living room, turning on all the lights, nothing. I then check all of my doors. Everything's locked. I go back into my bedroom and I checked the sliding glass door. It's locked. And now I'm perplexed. And I immediately thought of aliens. I thought maybe the E.T. was here. But a flying saucer in Sherman Oaks, you know, right above this, you know, it's a city. Um, and so this is what I did for the next 10 years. 10 years Lights on, every light on in the house, and my TV on. And that's how I, I could not 
get through it in any other way. Now, that's the only time that's ever happened. Um, I I don't want to, um, uh, again, I don't want to uh, contaminate uh, other people's experiences like this. But I didn't tell anybody. I didn't. I didn't want to sound crazy. I didn't want people to think strange things. I just kept it to myself. What I ended up finding out over the years, I mean, as you know, with with the amount of media uh, that I do and the size of the audience that I speak to, is I hear from so many people, uh, whether it's at conferences or email or social media. Uh, will come up and share their experiences with me um, that uh, that I kept to myself for 10 years. And once I started talking about it, I think that the comfort level with other people uh, to speak to me about it, they knew that I would listen because I've got my own crazy story and I I still don't. I don't understand what happened. I don't understand uh, a lot of things about it, but I know that the phenomenon itself is real. So when it, you know, um, you know what it's like. Uh, now you've been in radio for for a long time, and yeah. I would I would go around and listen to Coast to Coast, um, which was uh, the studio was across the street from my house, and I would listen to the callers. And and listen to their strange stories and and things, and I thought, man, I'll never be that guy. I I, I just I I can't talk about this stuff. Well, then what happens? I become the host of Coast to Coast AM. Right now, now now I've got to take those calls. And I am now in this rarefied position to sit there and whether it's, you know, my show Fade to Black or Coast to Coast to say, you know, hi, you're live on Coast to Coast AM, west of the Rockies, uh, who's calling, right? And, and, And then listen to their experiences. But I am now coming at it from the position of I've had these two. So if I'm going to tell the story, Sheena, right, if I'm going to tell the story um, uh, of my experiences, I expect people to at least listen. Don't come to conclusions. Don't judge. Just listen. Because when I turn around and take those calls from somebody or I get an email or somebody comes up and talks to me, I listen because I've been through it, and that's 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 what has kept me on this journey. Uh, not only the fans, but knowing that through my experiences, whether it's paranormal or it's ET or you know these crazy thing time slips and stuff that that uh, I have witnessed, I know that the world isn't what it seems to be. So I'm going to continue to chase this, and I'm going to do it with these platforms that I have. I'm going to bring on the guests. I'm going to ask the questions, and I'm going to talk to the audience, and I'm going to get these answers. And and that's my journey, and that's that's how I wound up uh, speaking to you today. All you know, you, it's all part of the journey. 
All in Sherman Oaks. You know, I left uh, this house and I bought a house when I was 23 and I moved to Sherman Oaks. And, uh, uh, you know, it was a haunted place, too. I, I don't know what had happened on the property where my townhome is, but I started seeing shadow figures out of the corners of my eyes pretty much the minute that I moved there. And that's the only place I've ever seen, except in haunted locations, I've ever seen shadow figures like that, like big, tall, gigantic ones. And I guess I assumed as a younger person they were some kind of spirits. But um, I had my my ufology experience happened in Sherman Oaks, in that townhome, where I had my sighting. Check this so out. Maybe, well, maybe me, there's something gonna, about Sherman Oaks, my friend. Check this out. There's a there's like ten Starbucks in Sherman Oaks, right? Like the first one that they built was um, on on Van Nuys and uh, Ventura Boulevard, and yeah. across from where Tower Records used to be, right? Tower Video. Yeah. And so this is 1995 or so, like right in there, and I'm in Starbucks. And I turn around, and I get my coffee, and who walks in? Linda Blair. <laughs> Linda what? Blair. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And she walks in, and I, I talk to you know, and, 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 and things. And I said, you live here? Yeah, I look, you know, I, I, what? I thought that explained Sherman Oaks right there. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's Sherman Oaks right there. She was really nice and very sweet. But um, it was just one of those things where I went, that explains, that explains it all. Beautiful little cute yeah. Sherman Oaks, like the Stepford Wives. I don't know how to explain it. Exactly. All that time of my life that I said, well, I'd never live out in the middle of nowhere because the first thing that happens is aliens come, and there I am in the middle of a 78-unit townhome complex, and there they are. So, you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. And every once in a while, because down here, you know, I always say I hang off the edge of the continent down here. It's literally my track, a wildlife preserve, PCH, and the ocean. So I'm in a very quiet corner, like you can see all the stars. And, you know, Huntington Beach has one industry, and it's surfing. That's pretty much it. Um, So I do wonder sometimes, like, if this is a place that the off-worlders visit because it's so quiet. But you know what? I was right in the middle of everything when it happened to me. So I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter where. You don't always have to be camping with your buddies, you know? Well, and the the other part uh, uh, about it is that our community, uh, the UFO paranormal supernatural community, used to enjoy um, fighting with the rest of the world, right? We wanted to get the message out. We wanted people to recognize what was going on. We wanted people to hear these different experiences. We wanted this. And now... We have it where Congress is involved in the Department of Defense and and we've got whistleblowers and we've got uh, hearings and we've got action committees and the UAP task force, which is now Arrow and and now it's UFOs all the time and, 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 and mass media and Fox and CNN. And I kind of miss the old days. <laughs> when, 
when it was just us against the world and and now having uh, members elected officials politicians uh the pentagon the department of defense um the intelligence community the cia the nro the fbi everybody is talking about contact and it's like this crazy moment that i didn't uh, I think that we all hoped for disclosure one day and that all would be revealed and, 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 and things. But I think that we we felt that it would just never happen. So we would fight for the cause, you know, Che Guevara, right? And we would just be those rebels and and, and continue to, to, to continue the fight. Now it's not that kind of party anymore where it seems that – not only is um, uh, the UFO subject and ET and contact talked about in the media without playing the X-Files music, um, it, where it is taken seriously, are we at that moment now? I don't know if uh, today, and it could happen, that we're going to have the president live on TV. Okay, ET is here. You know, we've 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 had contact. We are actually at that moment where it it would not surprise me if it happened this week or if it happened next week. Once we have these hearings that are being called on by both the Senate and the House right now, uh, Congress, the um, uh, the idea of having actual hearings whistleblowers coming forward and talking about crash retrievals and ET visitation and 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 alien body hearings right on TV and and this type of thing happens what's the next step and this seems like a strange science fiction movie but it's the reality of where we are right now this is crazy crazy times and if if this part uh, comes to pass, and I think it will in the next few months, I think I think we're there. Physics is also talking about parallel worlds and eleven dimensions and the multiverse and and I, all of the uh, entanglement and all of these scientific ideas that just were crazy town just ten years ago. But if that if one thing leads to the other, it's all connected, and then that leads into what ghosts are, and what spirits are, and what we are seeing, and is it from another dimension? Is it from a portal? Is it from a vortex? Something that physics is desperately trying to prove and show to all of us that wormholes are real. And does that, you know, just open the door to everything? Because once these dominoes start falling, I think that everything is connected, consciousness and and the supernatural and, and spirits and, and things that, you know, lost uh, history has been talking about for a long time. Indigenous cultures, whether it's here in North America, Central America, South America, Egypt, you know, you go over to Greece and look at all the gods that that they had and and it is is the mythology that we have been listening to for for millennia is it all the same thing we just don't understand it yet
And I think that's where we are. We are very, yeah, very close to getting some serious questions answered. I agree. I've always very firmly believed that science and spirituality are two sides of the same coin. And we just haven't evolved enough to figure out how it all works yet. And, and, and you know what? It's a train wreck that's about to happen. And, 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 and what I mean by that is you've got, you know, physics and the hard sciences, which are uh, populated by, you know, skeptics and atheists, right? Non-spiritual people. They're, they're dealing with chemistry and numbers. I get that. I understand it. That train is coming down the tracks. The other train headed in the same direction is you and I. Right, those that understand what the soul is and consciousness and 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 the connected universe and and the beauty of all of that, they're headed straight towards each other, and it, the collision is going to happen. It's inevitable. Um, I, I can tell you right now, the most spiritual person in the world is Neil deGrasse Tyson as the plane is going down. <laughs> I can guarantee it. He's going to just start. I got it all wrong. I got it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I got it all wrong. And and, and that's where we're at. We're going to find out uh, a lot of amazing things uh, about consciousness and, and, and how the universe is connected and how aliens communicate and, and what these energies right. are that we are seeing. Right, and what they are. I mean, there's so many different ideas of some people believe they're God. Some people believe they're uh, were once us and have evolved into a different kind of life, lifestyle, body, whatever the story is, and they're just another creature that God made. I mean, everybody has – some people believe they're angels. I mean, so, there's so many different things about what they are, and it's, it's almost – people have almost an obsession for their opinion to be right. And, and you know, there's a lot of dissension in all of the paranormal communities, the psychic, the spiritual, you know, cryptozoology, cryptozoological, you know, demonology, ghosts. There's always I'm right and you're wrong and no, 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 and it must be this. But there is something particular about the ufology community. Like people just get a little wackadoodle that their way has to be the right way and their theory has to be the right theory. And I don't know why that is, and I'd love to hear, Jimmy, why you think that is. Is it because of the whole government involvement? Is that what makes people lose their minds? Well, the we're all – everything that you just said, Sheena, we're all talking about the same things. We just don't have the right words to use. Our vocabulary right. is, is too limited. So if you go back three, 4,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, and there was, you know, bad water in a pond, right, and it's killing the village, and you're the you're the leader of the village, and you know that that's bad water, right? Okay, you watched one of your goats drink the water and die. So, but you've right. got another pond over here, and that pond, the water is good. Your your sheep are not dying, right? So, what do you do? You you go to the village and you say, 
God said, don't drink from that pond. Only drink from that one over there. The village understands that. So you put the label God on it, right? Okay, next, flying saucer, peers out of the sky. Alien being comes down, and you have a conversation. Now, this is thousands of years ago, so you don't know if it's from somebody that's just from across the ocean or you don't understand what planets are, right? You've just met a stranger. And you you get some information. Maybe you're taught how to make a fire, whatever it is, how to smelt metal, whatever, whatever, how to domesticate wheat. And then you turn around and you go back to the village. What do you say? You can't say it's E.T. You don't have those words yet. But you can say it's God. God said, right? And the village understands that. So the angels and, and the demons and, and the leprechauns and the fairies and the alien greys right? and the ghosts and what? the entities, these things, um, they, they all may be the same thing. And we just don't have the right word to apply to it yet. You made a really good point. I, I want to go back, and I'm looking at the clock here. I don't want to run out of time. But the uh, uh, the ideas of 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 putting putting this out there, and and how you approach it, and how the the words are used. What are what are we going to look at and see us today versus 10,000 years in the future? Are we going to have these same bodies? Or are we going to evolve into something else, an energy type of intelligent uh, entity where we no longer have these meat sacks, would we recognize ourselves 10,000 years in the future? Probably not. We're going to evolve into something else. And the, the, the analog versions of us are going to be part, uh, a part of antiquity. Well, E.T. Sure. would have done the same thing. Right. Yeah. They probably yeah. were just like us at one point, and what is visiting us now, right? It's, it's, it's something that we don't understand. We can't put a label on it. We don't have the right word in our vocabulary yet, and I, I think that we're going to get there um, once once these next few moments, these lines in the sand are are crossed uh, with a disclosure. Uh, I think that we'll start to get those answers. Um, I, I have no idea. They could all of this could be just simply time travelers uh, from the future, our future selves That's, visiting us. Well, and for all we know, the gray aliens might not even be who's running the show. They might just be drones. I mean, I don't mean mechanical drones, although perhaps they are some kind of AI. Or perhaps they're uh, organic, but still drones. I, I know when I had when I had my experience, um, it, there was a very sort of a almost like I felt almost like my bed was surrounded by oompa loompas. You know what I mean? There was that sort of energy of sort of a hive mentality of everybody working for a thing, 
but I did not get the feeling that there was some, like, evil genius mastermind in the room with me. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. what we think that the greys aren't really the mastermind. They're just the foot soldiers that are sent out to go do the thing in the same way that we in the military send a group of foot soldiers out to go do our agenda thing. I mean, it might just that. It might not be that the gray alien is actually the mastermind of it all. And the same thing with the little guys that might be buried in your backyard. They might have just been little foot soldiers that got stuck in ships and sent to do a job. Could be, could be. Um, Giorgio, uh, Giorgio Sukulos, you know, the guy with the hair on Ancient Aliens. Uh, uh, I love Giorgio, and and uh, I wouldn't say we're best friends, but we're close, right? And, and we have a level of trust with each other. And I get him to open up, um, probably more so than he's comfortable with with his public image. But anyway, he said to me once um, uh, a quote that, I have used over and over again uh, over the years, and that is this. He said, look, church, when when that flying saucer lands on the White House lawn and E.T. steps off of it and starts talking, we'll find out that we were all wrong. And it's just like <laughs> it's one of the <laughs> deepest thoughts that I think he is so correct there, right, that everybody's got ideas, everybody's got opinions, everybody's got experiences, and everybody has seen things, and, and, and including myself, and I understand all of that, but we could all be wrong, and 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 everything, right, all of it. All of it. I've, I've I've joked, you know. I said, "What what if what if ET steps off and it's Elvis, right? <laughs> what if it's what if it's Jimi Hendrix, you know? What 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 if it's something like that? What if it's David Bowie, you know? And 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 Bowie steps down and goes, ha, surprise, you know? And th- this is this is what's going on." And and absolutely uh, shut everybody up, where you can't you can't say one thing or the other anymore because right now it's just opinions, and you know through that have evolved through experiences for sure, but does anybody really know? Well, maybe maybe some elements of the government do. Maybe some of the agencies know. And I'm talking about ghosts as well. Uh, Look what's going on at Skinwalker Ranch. The government was involved there for a very long time. We're talking about something that is, is, when we talk about paranormal or supernatural, there's high strangeness going on up there and other locations around the country. Um, And so what what are we going to do? Can we handle the the information once it's exposed you know what what can we deal with it yeah i think after uh what we went through in the last three years and certainly the last five or ten uh where the headlines have been absolutely crazy that the knowledge of et or ghost are real 
uh, afterlife, uh, you know, that, that this isn't our only existence, right, that there is more out there um, after our time on this planet is done. Can we handle it? And I think that we can. I do. I, I, I really think, we... think that, yeah, I, 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 think, I think we're there. I think we're there. I think we're I think we're very much getting there, and you know I was talking I talk about this on my shows all the time that people talk about oh well, you know we're going backwards and all these people pushing for this and to get rid of look whenever whenever human whenever humanity begins to make great strides towards ascension there's always going to be those that fear it and push back I mean that's just the nature of the organic you know somewhat sentient beings that we are. And human beings compared to other species on the planet, we're like toddlers, you know. The 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 crocodile's been here the longest, right? If they got the right idea, they just float around in the water all day till they decide to eat you and then they go back to floating. Um, all of our stressing and our strifing and it's because we're a new species, all of our worries. Um, but overall, if you look at us, we we truly are ascending and becoming more open and just the kind of things that you you see on TV now that you like, just like you said on the the ghost hunting shows that you like, the kinds of things that we're we're allowed to talk about that networks aren't shutting down or people aren't protesting that it's on TV shows that we're all beginning to open our minds in regards to what lives beyond the veil, and I think that's an absolutely beautiful thing about us. Um, we just need to not fear it. We need to understand that. What it is is what it is, and nothing's going to change that. Um, we just have to just stay chill when it happens and and be open. And, you know, the whole, like, well, could, are they going to come and annihilate the entire planet? Well, are we going to annihilate the entire planet? We certainly have the ability to. I mean, at any moment, could aliens come and shut us down? Sure. At any moment, could somebody drop a bomb that would shut us down? Sure. At any moment, could the universe decide to explode the the Yellowstone volcano and sure. I mean, you know what I mean? Nothing's guaranteed here. It could all end tomorrow. It could all end now. Um, But it's probably not. So I think we need to calm down. I don't think the aliens are here to blow up the planet because I think they could blow up the planet from where they are if they wanted to. Yeah. These are things that um, I do think about. I, I don't, um, I think that we all think about these things. I don't stress out on it. Some things are way beyond my control. So what uh, I've always looked at humanity as being about 20 years old. We're growing up, but we're like in our t- 19, 20 years old. We're still going out to the club. We're still going out and partying. And then you you get to 21, 22, and then you realize you've got to get your life together and start being sensible. And I think that's where we are right now, that we've we've had thousands of years of partying and and blowing things up and and destroying the planet, and we now have to uh, stop, take a deep breath, and contemplate the future and who we are. And I think that's where we're at, and we're starting to mature and and realize these things, that uh, this planet, for one, is not going to last forever. It's not. Uh, there's that part of it. And the other part, uh, there's the two fundamental questions. 
Are we alone in the universe? And what happens after we die? And I think that we're getting close to getting those answers, too. And as we mature, as we get more sensible and more adult about things, that we'll be able to deal with it when the time comes. And I think we're getting better. I, I, I really do. I'm, I, I often say that I walk around with flowers hanging out of my pockets um, because I have faith in humanity. I have faith in the world. And I think that we're just going to figure things out and things are going to be okay. Um, the alternative is a really bad one. And I just don't think we're going to make those decisions. I think we're going to continue to grow up and mature and, and figure things out. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think we absolutely are, too. I think we're always going to fear that we're not. Um, we're always going to fear that we're all going to – there's always going to be a lot of movies about we end it or or God ends it or the aliens end it, but I, I don't believe it's going to get ended. Um I think we're here to stay. I mean, spiritually, I believe this is a teaching planet. So I think we need this planet for the teaching. And I don't, I don't think we're going anywhere. But um, uh, I do like that you have that same hope and belief. And I, and I just dig you in general, man. I think you're, you're fascinating and just a totally groovy guy. And I'm so glad we did this today. Yeah, thank you so much, and uh, and uh, not only a great conversation, but I look forward to our next one, and uh, and then too. we've got to bring you over into my world and uh, and and get you it. on one of my shows. It would be awesome, Sheena. Thank you so much, ask- and enjoy enjoy the rest of your day. I love that, Jimmy. Where can people find you and find out about your show so I can drive all my folks over to you? It's all simple, jimmychurchradio.com. You can go there. You can follow me on Twitter, which is jchurchradio. All that stuff is on my website, jimmychurchradio.com. And we broadcast every night. I'm broadcasting. uh, (laughs) I've been doing uh, five, six, seven shows a week now for 10 years. 10 years. Unbelievable. Um, And so tonight. Uh, I've got John Brandenburg on the show. We're going to be talking about uh, life on Mars. Last night, uh, I had Richard Dolan. uh, Yeah, Dolan last night talking about David Grush and and all of these uh, crazy, crazy UFO, UAP revelations that are going on right now. So for me, uh, doing the fight and rolling this rock uphill uh, for as long as I have, I feel like uh, for the first time that the movement is is real, that it's something that's tangible and I can reach out and touch it. So if you want to come along with that journey, jimmychurchradio.com and uh, go follow, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. I love it. Thank you, my friend, and I can't wait till our next time. And, and again, you've been a joy. And thank you for, for all of your beautiful uh, wit and wisdom. Sheena Metal. Thank you so much. Behave and be well. <laughs> you bet, honey. Take care of yourself. The wonderful Jimmy Church, everybody. If you missed those links, I'm at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com, and I am everywhere on social media at Sheena Metal. Also, we're at LiveParanormal.com, iHeartRadio.com, and the show is HauntedPlayground.com. Till I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, Always work to raise your vibration. 
and know that you are loved and you are loved and you're absolutely loved by me. I'm Sheena Metal. This is Haunted Playground. And you know what? I'll see you next time. Take care. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.